0: to one more episode micro podcast digital transformation industry 4.0 i am vijay gunji and i am your host today with me today is chaminda sarasinha he is a consultant and also into sustainable innovation chaminda welcome to our micro podcast can you also please introduce yourself to the audience hi vijay
1: nice being here uh yes just a quick one um i also started my career uh, on it from 1990 to about 2004, and was involved in systems integration and ERPs and networking and all that. And of course, started uh, down here in Sri Lanka at a stage where there was no internet or email, but we were linking up with the uh, gateway servers and all that. So we did the first uh, mobile switch also in Sri Lanka, which was CellTel those days it was known as. Uh, so I have a bit on the IT side, and uh, since 2004, with my passion for nature and, you know, uh, all the sustainability side came into my blood, so I moved away from IT and then uh, focused very much on uh, on this sphere of sustainability, and I'm an inventor, I have patents and copyrights, so I thought, why not sustainable innovation bring a new world to Uh, the society and uh, especially the kids. So I do a lot of work with uh, universities and uh, schools and stuff like that where I inspire people to think about uh, innovating in the sustainable sphere. Uh, So hence, uh, I'm consulting to a Japanese group of companies as well as uh, uh, a Swiss uh, 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 digital boutique uh, per se, which is fundraising for sustainable innovation. And then, of course, there is a small-time university kind of concept starting in New York, USA called Energia University. So I'm ambassador to that as well. Uh, with a global view of uh, giving case studies and sustainable sciences, there are about 150 scientists on board with that. So we want to you know bring the message out uh, globally. So my bit of work is inspiring internals as well as externals that, hey, let's let's look at out of the box. But it's not out of the box. It's thinking without the box. So that's a bit of me.
0: Uh, Excellent, Chaminda. Welcome once again uh, to our micro-podcast. So, Chaminda, uh, I know you have an excellent journey. I love the system because I've also been a part of the sustainable world because my entire experience is more into the energy and utilities. I have seen it, right? Moving from the clean energy tech, uh, the STS to right what we are. So, I know you might have seen a lot of challenges in your journey. Can you share some of the challenges?
1: Well, I think the greatest problem is awareness. So that is where, you know, uh, everything stops. So sometimes we have perspectives or everybody shares perspectives, right? And uh, integrating technology actually minimizes the perspectives and get the real world going through. So the biggest, uh, I think, my, you know, perspective is awareness. Other than that, I don't see any technology issue at the moment because everything and all the answers that we ever need is already created and is ready for us. So, uh, you know, the awareness, especially in geographies like us, in terms of uh, language barrier, right? Language barrier, you know, uh, I, I've traveled to Laos, I'll travel to, you know, Uh, I travel to, you know, from that to Paris to, you know, so English is there, but the ground level work, actually, in terms of any transformation is done by a a mass of people, you know, which is various fix and various walks of life. So the learning curve, I think, is the biggest stumbling block. Uh,
0: True, Shavinda. So, coming to so we discuss about the challenges definitely there should be some opportunities also right because yes. uh, yeah so what kind of opportunities do you see forward
1: I mean maybe your theme is digital digital transformation right so right. Um, you know i would I would always say thank God we had that so <laughs> otherwise in a pandemic situation we would have you know been completely down like when the times of the Spanish flu where all the industries crashed because simply because there was no internet backbone that's that's how I see it uh so solutions definitely lies in education and i think what you're doing right now with this podcast and all that uh, i think reaching out the masses is a great solution because we are talking about sustainability we are talking about climate change so i've done about 4000 kids and we think that they are tech savvy but you know the basics such as what is the you know the contribution to global warming, how it happens and all that. Everybody just knows at a superficial level, but it is not interesting for the masses. So with the kids that I worked for, I mean probably about 25% knew that knew the crux of it. So the solution is actually to flavor the challenges in the world and in the industry where the younger generation can pick up, you know, so somewhat make it a more attractive. You know it's 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 lovely to go for a you know play a game or share pictures uh but that sweetness has not yet come for the meeting the challenges so what i am doing with my work is making it sweet you know making it uh, i mean with the kids i always say we'll make it sexy right <laughs> so climate, climate change doesn't have to be as you know a horrible problem kind of thing you know climate change actually is giving us hydrogen it's giving us uh, solar cells it's giving us carbon nanotechnology coming up it is creating batteries as energy densities that we have never thought before so it's an amazing field out there we are looking at nature with a scientific eye now we are calling it biomimicry so whatever exists in nature we are trying to now mechanize to kind of circumvent the mechanics that we have already put in place so there hence the classical uh, you know physics is changing classical mechanics is changing newtonian physics is changing now we are talking about the quantum field and quantum field is endless possibilities so i think uh, it coming into play the digital transformation coming into play more than automation or you know uh, you know systems integration or you know making things more efficient and all that what i see is that the outreach of various minds you know like you doing this i mean uh, a lot of your guest speakers are amazing guys And how that goes to a university kid or or even a 15-year-old, you know, how that knowledge, like Vijay, the knowledge that you have in your head, if it can transfer like 15% to a 15-year-old, I think that is the possibility. And it's huge because inspiration, once inspiration sets in, there is 7.8 billion minds to find the solutions, right? So the inspiration generation I feel through digital transformation is the biggest opportunity. And industries, like industries won't be the traditional industries anymore. One, one would do you know, fish in a fantastic way. I've seen some Singapore models, how you know, fish is uh, cultivated today, it's unbelievable. However, they're maintaining the same natural systems. So we are now bringing in controlled environments through tech and it and all that controlled environments that control the environment as we knew it 10 15 years ago or 20 years ago but we don't have it now in nature so tech has come in to replicate the environment that we had about let's say not even 20 about 50 years back and you know doing some amazing stuff so in 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 the context of food and agriculture there is a, endless possibilities, right? There's endless possibilities of roles you can play from an IT angle, from a, from agricultural angle, from a machinery angle, from an automation angle, and it's a, it's a worthy thing. There is, I know, there's so much of uh, hunger and poverty, you know, so we can bring the tech there. So uh, that coupled with the digital channels where you can enhance the, the masses, enhance to the masses for transformation, actually opens everybody's eyes. And once the eyes are open, possibilities are infinite. And I think quantum physics today tells you the unified field, anything is possible. So that's how I see it.
0: Excellent views, right? Appreciated your insights on this fantastic world of technologies, Chamin. Yes. Uh, So I know, right? We discussed about opportunities, right? I know, right? But to to achieve this, right, we should have Hmm business models to come up because the old business yes. models are uh, might or might not work so we have to yes. think innovatively so what kind yes. of business models you see forward shaminda
1: see i i would not want to hone an, another concept i think the world is fed up with models okay the, the world should get common sense in place in the first place and common sense is the best model to, to me right yeah. and technology facilitates common sense because we are so lost our you know I like to bring in a quote by Einstein which changed my life when I read it it says uh, he said the intuitive mind is a gift the rational mind is a slave. Mm-hmm. sadly we live in a society that we worship the slave and I have forgotten the gift <laughs> right? right So why why we worship the slave is because of our struggle right we are running like mad dogs trying to make some money. Uh, you know I have no time for sustainability or innovation Mm. or whatever so I can see the tech in the sense the digital space that comes in and takes over the mundane stuff and Mm. allow humanity to get back to intuition right true that is what I see in a a global context and I think it's kind of happening like you know certain kids if you take today you know I mean you don't have to remember formulas anymore right you don't need the periodic table anymore you don't need to know how a transistor works right in yeah. google just in one minute you'll, you'll yeah. get it so All because right. of that they can leapfrog and i think that's what we have seen last 10 years exponential mm. level of knowledge right however uh, so there is there is two sides of the stick so what we are also missing is uh, the human contact now, we should we should be very, very careful in that the tacit-to-tacit uh, tacit contact. That is, you are using all the experience of a human being, whereas AI is now trying to replicate our psychopathic behavior, right? So AI doesn't have consciousness. So we have to be a bit careful there. IoT and AI coming into play should take the mundane work out of us hmm. so that everybody can work on an intuitive mode, intuitive frequency, right? That is what tech and IT should do. On on the on the, uh, um, uh, on the other side, it's it's the new generation which I read like thirty two percent, the eighteen to twenty five years old, so the Z generation that we call is two point four billion people, right? So that two point four billion people is stepping into the shoes of industry per se. So there, in that context and quantum physics playing the main role. We should not have models, but instead. I would like to see the since the, the automation side, in terms of say for a mundane activity, what people might think of a paddy field, right, a simple paddy field thing. Mm-hmm. Now, we, we never think of a massive ERP on a paddy thing, right? Like uh, implementing right. SAP for a paddy field, but right, but absolutely we need it because mm-hmm. now the rain patterns have changed completely. So we would need uh, BI and a certain level of AI coming into play to basically manage the unpredictability of this whole process, right? Hmm. So, So in an unpredictable world, I don't think we should have models. We should have a flat thinking. We should have intuition. If we have intuition, we can meet any challenge and then basically implement all the fantastic tech into activities such as healthcare, environment, and uh, agriculture you know unfortunately these three areas are not touched with this digital area. it is touched I know I have gone and seen you know how a how farmer you know can manage the sprinkler system from a simple laptop on your android right our right. guys have done it at one of our universities here and I'm, I'm sure India also has it yeah, and then right. many other countries yeah. have it yeah. so it, it now it's coming in or oh, uh, unfortunately earlier the wonders of Digital and the tech was used for only manufacturing, you know, things that you know, from cars oh, right. to you know, oh. the whole works. So uh, the model I would see in a very, very psychological sense, right, is the freedom and the space for the human being or the top people to action without conceptual mindset so that we get into the intuitive mindset so more innovation comes into play than the traditional replication so our our if you really talk about a model i was addressing another seminar also i said this this particular economic model based on uh, based on population has to change because we are having about 143000 souls net coming into each day right mm. so the economic model is based on more and more and more and more market share, market share, market share, market share, right? <laughs> so right. that has to change from a value chain perspective. Every company should increase their value chain value share, not the market share. So the value share should give you sustainable profitability because your your innovation becomes inculcated into you, and without innovation you can't survive because it's the world is unpredictable. Since the world is unpredictable, uh, the game plays innovation. So, an economy with a value shift is what I foresee, and a remarkable possibility thanks to the internet, the intranets, the IT we have. So, we can get on board. You know, all the best. Best, for example, let's let's say you gather hundred people, right, mm-hmm. and and they can put together a, a, a simple idea into a fifteen-year-old in ten minutes, right. Whereas during our time, it would have taken about 20 years to get there. True. So, so it's not a model, but it's the appreciation of nature. It is the appreciation of humanity. So it's a self-transformation. So I jokingly say a digital transformation should do a self-transformation. <laughs> so at the yeah. point it does that, digital transformation has achieved the best for humanity. You know? The conceptual mundane activity it takes care of and says, Hey, human, you go and invent. (laughs)
0: That's how I see it. Yes, excellent views, uh, Uh, Chaminda. So, my next question is on the, yeah, so we discussed many things now, right? But to understand more in reality, right, we should Mm. explain it in a process of a use case or a case study. Can you also throw some light on any one specific use case and end to end, right? How it can be workable?
1: well you know the tree planting thing became a, a kind of a big uh, scenario so uh, i had the good fortune of meeting a great team of youngsters who uh, basically i think you can go to the site it is called thuru.lk thur u.lk um, they came up with a plan with seed pod they, they worked with the nanotechnology institute in sri lanka and built a little pod I mean, some countries also have it, so it's not rocket science. But for Sri Lanka, it was new. Uh, so they put uh, various kinds of vegetable seeds into a nice little pod, which had the basic nutrients for its first uh, start of its life per se, right? And they they made it in such a way that it could be given as gifts, and it was so so beautiful, right? During uh, Christmas before uh, last. Uh, That was my Christmas present to all my my friends. So they built in a fantastic thing where people forget, like, you know, you go and plant something and that's the end of it. So they built an app where every two weeks, uh, fortnightly and then monthly and then biannually, you just post the photograph of what you planted. And it was such a beautiful thing. It's really caught on like wildfire. So it, it was not my idea, but I had the fortune to engage it and to see this whole, my, my thinking coming to real life, as you said. And uh, so it's fun in industry. So they are, they are getting into grow bags to, you know, various kinds of stuff. They have uh, worked with universities and formed certain belts in our country, which the biodiversity has got messed up. So basically they are promoting campaigns. Even the Sri Lanka army got involved and across the rivers, they, they are you know, planting stuff. Uh, it, it's so, it was so fantastic. But under the KM guidance of scientists who, who advise us how to manage biodiversity, otherwise you will just go and you know, plant one type of seed and then you ruin the whole biodiversity case. So anyway, that particular model was never thought of, right? IT got involved, they're top IT guys, Uh, and they were passionate about green. And then uh, they made a mechanism that reached the masses. So uh, the kids who are app savvy and all those things was playing around with their own uh, contribution through their apps on how their plant grew. So that's the closest I can give. So this you can extrapolate it to uh, electric vehicle,
0: right? Right, right, right. That's the excellent use case. This this again, an innovator, right? So when we talk about the right. use cases, right? Yes, there yes. are traditional use cases, right? Which which we can go and get anywhere. Right, you go to mm. YouTube or you go to medium or like different blogging sites available. But we are looking mm. uh, like I think the audience will look at a different innovator, which is happening at different geographies. Like example, mm. what you shared at Sri Lanka. Can mm-hmm. be leveraged the markets like like India, like I'm talking about yep. the developing countries, which yes. they can take this as an example and try yes. and experiment. Connect with you, connect with your team, or connect with the people and see right. how can we explore that. Right, definitely, yes. absolutely. Yes, best
1: practices, best practices of new things.
0: Yes, yes. true, true. And so, yeah. coming to my last question, Chaminda. Right. I know you have been a lot interacting with kids, students, mm. and uh, to the uh, also last but not least with the professionals. So what mm. kind of advice you want to like to give it to them for the future innovation models, like right, In with respect to the sustainability.
1: Yeah. So sorry for my always pushing it towards the psychological th- side, but I think the, the best thing when I address students, I say do what you love, right? Mm. To do what you love has enough and more of information. And then... Uh, so when I say that, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm sparking uh, intuition, hence the innovation. So I start off with saying, uh, showing the International Space Station shot of the world, which they have done a time-lapse video, a beautiful one, uh, which shows the, the crux of our environment, the lightning, the whole works, how this ball is spinning. Uh, so we start with loving the Earth, right? So that that is the part that I put in, and then from there onwards, there is a sea of opportunity. So don't don't worry about you know if you select medicine, yeah, even in that when you you know service a pandemic like this, you're loving the earth. If you're into agriculture, if you're into fashion, if you're into anything, right? So. Uh, first and foremost, since it's an unpredictable world, I think it, is, it has become unpredictable because masses were doing things that were not, they were not happy. So then, of course, debates will come and say, okay, it's a survival versus, no, we don't have to survive as a human race. No way. That's the wrong thinking. Uh, we have to thrive. And for students, what I say is it's an endless field. And almost every student has heard about quantum physics today look at quantum physics. So uh, i mean, the crux of it is the observer becomes the observed, which is there in, in thousands of years of religion as well. So if you open up intuition, you would see a sea of opportunity. And thankfully today, you can learn anything, anything you name it, is there. What is lacking is contribution to humanity and the earth. So find a way of something that you love doing that contributes to humanity and the world at large. And that has no finite model. That has no end because sometimes when I address certain gatherings, I mean, students are so deflated, right? They, are, they I mean, companies are laying off people. The, you know, uh, the interaction has got, I mean, that's an age group where you like interaction. Interaction has got messed up. Uh, so I push them up you know looking at rather than looking at the gaming side and you know all this kind of psychopathic uh, enhancement, uh, that there are so many fantastic stuff you can do from your backyard, even right today. Uh, basically, even a, a root of grass, how it absorbs the carbon and how it can help climate change is, is big time. You have enough and more research, you have enough and more stuff, so don't be honed, don't be suppressed. Don't be crushed because there's a pandemic. Don't be crushed because there's uncertainty. Uncertainty is the game play for your contribution. And find a spot that you love. That means you have a certain skill set you have brought to this life. Enhance it by the digital world and go and contribute. And there is, it's infinite.
0: Got you, Shamna. Uh, so I would like to extend this particular question saying that mm. so where can i find resources? because if anyone is interested into the sustainable world because are people lot and lot mm. nowadays are looking into the sustainability so yeah. where can we find these resources
1: see actually you know i was surprised yale is a is a place where it was very traditional right uh, so yale university uh about three months back had opened out that entire sustainability curriculum, going up to the PhD and, uh, you know, a carbon area completely separate to select. So where means all the universities are shifting onto this and how is through your online part? Uh, so your repository of information and career, is already established. It's just that certain spaces in certain geographies have not adapted, but very soon our learning institutions will latch up to those accreditation. If you go to uh, Oxford, I mean, take, take the traditional universities and see there is, they have floated all uh, separate entities uh, from a BS I mean, to right up to a PhD on this fear that we are talking about. So it is already available. The mechanics, of course, the the you know the economics also will play because those are in dollars, and you know we have some geographies are tough, but it's already available. And apart from that, of course, there's a whole sea of stuff out there in YouTube and all that kind of stuff. But of course, one has to be aware from the quacks to to the the actual actual stuff coming in. So this is what we are kind of building at Energy University you can go to energime.org and you will i mean they're just experimenting with certain courses there so at a very nominal level as well as uh, to geographies such as uh, certain parts of southeast asia and africa they will give it free of charge Uh, uh, so for example, there are a bunch of guys who created something called the I-STEP, so the entire sustainability model that can be implemented even in mass, even is even a place where it has no atmosphere, right? So they built in all the tech into that. And how aquaculture and hydrophonics and aerophonics and all that can come into play on a controlled environment. And through complete tech, you can, you can have almost... Uh, actually, through tech, you're getting organic, you know, because of uh, not using weedicides, pesticides, and you know, all this kind of uh, stuff in a controlled environment. So if you go to enzyme.org, you can see that. Uh, but I, I just suggest take a look at again, take a look at Monash, take a look at Yale, take a look at Doxford, you know, all of that has the completely separate uh, sustainability arm uh, that is coming into play. And Yale taking precedence has created the carbon, uh, I, I forget the title of it, uh, carbon, uh, specifically on climate change and carbon. So most of the universities will adopt that very soon.
0: Excellent, Chaminda, Right. I think to the audience and listeners, uh, please go through the links and then like, uh, like learn yourself uh, and then get into the sustainable world.
1: Uh, if you, if I may add, uh, Vijay, like uh, yesterday, we have a massive uh, volcano erupted in Iceland, right? So now, you know, needless to say, the unpredictability, the world's coldest place is having one of the hottest eruptions. It's 17,000 earthquakes it had last two weeks. So needless to say, uh, models are gone. We have to respond and we okay. can respond through intuition and most of the uh, educative educational institutes are breaking down their traditional systems which is you know basically is redundant now and you can see it you can see it like i said the traditional very rigid universities also have already started
0: Excellent to hear. I think that in future, people will look at as this as one of the career options, like rather than traditional going the path which we have been doing for past years.
1: Also, sorry, it just came into my mind. Yes. Then comes employability, right? So if you really look at all the top companies also, (laughs) you know, last 25 years, it was greenwashing that we call it no more because to have the bottom line sustained, you have to lean towards sustainability. Whether it has been given by nature, God, you can call it. It is certainly not driven by humanity. Some force has driven it. And the corporate sector has opened the eyes to see this unpredictability is going to crash their bottom line. And basically, leaning towards actual sustainability leaves financial sustainability. There's no true questions about that, and that is merging now.
0: Uh, I am with you on the sustainability world. Let's work it out together to make a sustainable world, Jaminda. Uh, Thanks uh, for joining us and sharing your valuable insights. I love the discussion and definitely our audience and listeners also will do the same. And definitely we'll reach out to you for any further questions on this. Super,
1: thanks and Vijay, thank you. Thank you also for the tremendous effort you're putting in uh, voluntarily to, you know, get this message out there and you know transform the world and i mean guys like you should be applauded thank you and best wishes thank you very much